bugger flee, booger floor, a blugger a bubba da fit the fucking loopa you know, I don't really have much respect for Andalite culture anymore. Do I have to learn this? Uh, welcome I mean, to the ABC of the Animorphs Book Club for long. <laughs> <laughs> that was the intro, people. Get with it. Get with the times, people. Get with the time? I see what you did there. I don't. Because this book is all about the time matrix. Get the time. I get. Yeah, I didn't see the reference that I made. Man, I am just so smart that my brain doesn't know when I'm smart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the Animorphs Book Club. Uh, today we're finishing our three-part special for the Andalite Chronicles. Uh, I'm Jenny. I'm Bryn. Boom. That's it. Uh, Boom. When last we left our hero, <laughs> he was uh, having a bad time. This book is just full of bad times for our hero, I think, Alfanger. I think saying he was having a bad time is a slight understatement. Um, no, yeah, he was having a pretty bad time. He was having a pretty true. bad time, and by that we do mean that he was actively dying when we last Oh, left yes, him. that is true. That is yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, it's just, yeah. Hey. <laughs> but I hey. guess a bad time is subjective. I don't know. Yes. Well, I will give a quick recap before we get into part three, which is an alien dies. So for a quick recap, this book is about Alfanger. He's a child soldier. He's an Andalite. Uh, and he's having a bad time. He is the brother of one Mr. Aximile. What's Mister's name? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Andalite we names are different than that. human names. We should probably know that. Um, We're so but he's good at Axe's our job. Brother, We're really very, actually very good at our job, and I will not appreciate anyone saying that we're not. Um, basically, Elfanger's uh, uh, having a bad time. His his boy, his fellow uh, space cadet, Arbron, who we refer to uh, affectionately as Fortnite, uh, oh, has been we... permanently turned. Yes. So I'm so sorry. Something just occurred to me. Um, when you were introducing him, you said that he was our boy Aximili Esgulu, whatever the hell his name is. Oh, he's Axe's brother. Is Garuth? Uh, something. Whatever. That's not my point. <laughs> the point is that throughout the entirety of Axe's arc, he's been compared to his brother. It was always like, "Oh, you're all fingers, brother." Axe, and now. After having read the Animorphs, we're like, oh, it's Axe's brother, Elfanger. Elfanger. Yeah. As someone who's always compared to their sibling, that feels pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah, man. Well, I mean, a big point of this book, which is what we'll probably be discussing towards the end, is that uh, Elfanger is not a perfect not all individual. He's not a hero. He is, in fact, a traumatized child. That is true. Time travel. Anyway, but I'm so anyway, sorry to interrupt the plot. It's okay. It is all right. But I was just saying that his his fellow cadet, uh, uh, Arbron, who we call Fortnite, has been permanently turned into a taxon. And uh, the man who was commanding... Well, not man. The person who was commanding uh, Elfanger and Fortnite, uh, uh, Alaron Semeter Koras, they have it yep. written down here, um, has just had his body taken over by one Visser 
tech used to be sub Visser 7, currently Visser 32, will become Visser 3. Uh, and there's also two humans, Lauren and Chapman, who are there too. And that's pretty much a good, succinct way to get into the plot. If you want some more details, including all of our thoughts and feelings and perspectives, I highly recommend you go and listen to the last two episodes, because you might be kind of lost. Indeed. I also bully Jenny a lot, and it's really funny. So go listen to it. (laughs) Thank you you for mentioning that. You're welcome. Go listen to Uh, Brain Bully Me. It's actually very funny. It's really funny when she hurts my feelings. (laughs) <laughs> just kidding just kidding i'm very i'm i am a rock solid individual you know what i feel like i mean we're both we're literally the same age we're both adults but i feel like somebody's gonna call cbs on me for <laughs> for being so terrible <laughs> you're not you. even you're not even a parent or guardian they're still gonna call child protective services <laughs> child protective services yeah, I mean, I was your roommate for a time. It's close enough. Anyway, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Anyway, fuck all this nonsense. We gotta get into the book, son. Ch- <laughs> part three. An alien dies. Chapter 33. Uh, he's having a- he's dying, by the way. <laughs> when last we left our hero, he was literally dying. Uh, his heart is pounding, his lungs are burning, there's no air, and inside he's like, you know what, let it end, man. We're gonna, just end it. Fucking end it. Um, this poor traumatized teenager. Yeah, he's like, okay, it should be, it must be stated. Comparatively, he is like 14 years old. Yeah. Boy, he's not adult. having a good time. No. Um, but uh, uh, in, he, they're inside a ship. That has just had all of the air sucked out of it because of shenanigans. And Visser 32 is there. Uh, his, uh, maybe, uh, not Visser 32 is GF. Uh, Elfie's maybe GF. Lauren is there. Chapman, the best He's character, human, is also there. Yeah. <laughs> not the best character. The most, one of the most interesting characters. He's, a, he's an asshole. Uh, <laughs> but everyone's there and everyone's dying. And, uh, the only thoughts that Elfie is having in this moment is just like, let it happen, man. I'm ready to die. And he looks over and he sees Lauren. He's like, wait, I have no right to erase her hope. I have no right to erase her uh, uh, being alive. That is not my place, not my right. I had to reach the panel to turn on the stuff. <laughs> I love this. I love this line. Um that he had no right to erase her hope, her chance of living. Um, Especially since um, this minor spoilers for like one page later. Um, We know that they eventually have to use the time matrix. So sorry if that's a shocker to you listeners. Um, so, So he's like, at first I have no right to erase her hope, her right to live. However, to do that, I also have to play God and, like, use the time matrix, which I just think is a fun bit of irony there. I like that a lot. Hmm. I didn't think of that. That's true. Uh, but, but, uh, they're floating in, you know, dying. But he suddenly sees a human hand reaching towards him. It's Lauren, you know, and she's alive, and she, like, pushes him towards... Uh, the panel to turn on the power again. He reaches it, beep, turns it on. The air comes flooding back. They're all like, oh, God, everything's cool. 
whole thing. Well, everything is not cool, but they're alive. And Chapman is still knocked out, though. Fucking <laughs> sure. But um, uh, Lauren and uh, uh, Visser 32 and Elfie are all alive. And Visser 32 uh, thought speaks to, uh, to both of them as like, there's only one way out. And the light. We have to work together. What's funny is that there's a line here that's like, he sounded exactly like Oleron. And I already mentioned this to you. I don't know if I mentioned this on the show. So we've had Scottish Visit 3 as like an established thing for like so many books now. So many. And the previous voice I had for Oleron was like a sea captain. So technically, this is incorrect. <laughs> technically, he, he should sound like this. But I don't want to do that voice anymore. Because <laughs> it hurts your throat. Jeez, don't it do it. It hurts me. It hurts me. Um, <sighs> coffee. <laughs> coffee. I think it should be... It's important to point out that it's currently 3.33 in the afternoon where we're recording this and Jenny's drinking coffee. And I, for mm-hmm. one, support it. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, but yeah, I, I was just pointing out the voice thing to show that I am a, crypt, a hypocrite and I am wrong, but I do not care because Scottish Visser 3 is very fun. Valid King. Valid. Um, yeah, but but uh, uh, Visser is like, we have to work together, you dumb fuck. <laughs> you fucking dafty. <laughs> we have to work together, you know? Mm-hmm. And because and, uh, uh, he's immediately like, Elfie's immediately has the tail blade and he's like, what will be gained by you and me slashing each other up with these excellent andalite tails? He's so, he's just so evil, and I love him. Yeah, and then then he has this shit that's like, uh, Elfie's like, I can think of a lot of good reasons to go tail to tail and fucking kill you, and uh, Mister Thirty Two is like, you blame me for your own failings? I'm not the one who left his friend back on the Taxon homeworld trapped in that vile worm's body. I'm not the one who disobeyed his prince's orders and let 10,000 years escape. A bit of a disobedience that helped cause poor old Aloran's downfall. Uh, you know, he's kind of out of point. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. <laughs> Shit. Which is the can problem. We talk, can we talk about how in this book we see Visa 3 doing more bad shit than in, like, the rest of the series? I was literally thinking that. I was like, what happened? What ha- where did he lose? What ha- he got complete. Got tired. He got old <laughs> in those twenty twenty three years. Twenty three years. That wasn't funny. very funny. That wasn't funny. That wasn't all years considered. Um, <laughs> he lost his sparkle. He he lost his. I don't know his his, his je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi. How also? How is he visitor three? Like. Well, okay, I will give him this. I'm giving him these points. Getting an Andalite controller is, like, historical. It's never been done. Absolutely. But, no, I I absolutely agree. But, like, I assumed that that would rocket him straight up to Visor 3. Like, immediately. Oh, oh, I get what you're arguing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he hasn't... Well, it it rocketed him up through all of the sub-Visors. So all of the Colonel seven And, uh... And all of the, you know, uh, the eight other viscers, but like, he hasn't done anything yet. Yeah. 
to become Visser 3. And we haven't really seen the shit that he does to become Visser 3. I assume we're going to see it in his his own special book, which I am I so excited for and so sad that we have to wait like fucking 20, 20 weeks, <laughs> like 27 weeks to read it, pretty much. It's going to be, yeah. It's going to be gross. I really hope I'm not disappointed. My standards are really high, though. I know. St- I just want to see him do bad stuff because we all they all talk this is just a problem that I have with the series as a whole. They all everyone talks about how evil Visser 3 is, but we like barely see him do any bad shit. More often than not, he's the fucking butt monkey. <laughs> he's the butt monkey in this book. You know? That's true. Even, I mean even when he does a bad thing. Like I don't know. I don't know. I like we've seen Visser three Visser one twice in this entire series and so far she has done worse more bad things than Visser 3 has done in 13 books yeah uh, we introduced to Visser 1 in like book 6 and it's like oh yeah she's responsible for ev- for the entire colonization of earth and we're like wait a minute <laughs> ho, 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 we're supposed to be scared on. of this guy I'm not very scared of him absolutely not she, ter- she terrifies me he does not. I love her. I want her Me to too. come. Where the fuck is she? I don't she's know. Doing her own, she's, she's actually doing work. That's that's what she's doing. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, the Visser 32 is like, all right, you've got, we're going to work together. We're going to get the time egg. And then and Elfie doesn't want to call it the time egg. He's like, fine. I like, It looks like an egg to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and Visser is like, Visser 32 is like, all right. Uh, you're gonna go out there. I'm gonna stay in here. You're gonna have a rope. I'm gonna, you're gonna go get it. And I'm gonna pull you back. Because <laughs> it's kind of... A... I think the time egg is, like, floating out in space right now. I suppose. Right? Yeah. Because the ship got blown up. Oh, right, right, um, right. Yeah. So, Elfie's like, I don't want to. But fine. <laughs> fine. So, fine. Elfie, he gets all tied up and, uh... Uh, he, Mr. 32 is like, ready? And he's like, I'm ready. You just worry about yourself, Yerk. And Mr. 32 is like, Alorin is so right about you. You're a moralizing, arrogant, weak-willed little fool. Have fun in space! <laughs> Have fun in space, nerd. Yeah. Pushes him out into the void. I bet it sucks that, uh, for Elfie to learn that fucking, like... That's what Alarin th- thought of him. If it is, you know, we don't I know. I really thought he was lying there. Um, I don't think it's entirely a lie. Probably not. I think there's a definitely a grain of truth. Considering that uh, Elfie did uh, technically mutiny and not... Well, not mutiny. He disobeyed orders. True. So, I don't know. But uh, Elfie goes out. It's very cold because it's space. Because um, it's space. Uh, and he, like, there's, oh, by the way, there's a black hole outside the ship. That's probably worth noting. Oh, right. But he goes, <laughs> he goes outside into space. He finds the egg, touches the egg. It's, like, warm. Warm egg. egg. He touches the egg and floats it back in. Uh, and, uh, I mean, true to his word, Visser 32 does not fuck with him. You know, he could have easily just killed him. That is he could true. have like pulled. He could have pulled him in, and as he was pulling him in, just cut his throat and take the egg. But he didn't. Sometimes, 
Sometimes it haunts me that you and I would be better villains than Fizzer 3. Sometimes people that are good people are worse. <laughs> Sometimes I'm actually comforted by that. Be like, yeah, we would survive. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we'd be smarter than... I don't know if I'd be smarter than Visitor 3, but situationally, I can think of like 20 different things he could do to actually do something good. Um, also, oh, never mind. Um, oh, what is it? I was thinking about how, you know, how we always say that we would be the idiot Yerks, un- idiot mm-hmm. Yerk underlings. What yes. if we were not Yerks, but Andalites? We would be um, Andalite war heroes, and absolutely nobody know- nobody knows why. Kind of in the same way that, like, Valorin <laughs> was disgraced. They're like, it's a secret. Um, it's a secret. The electorate, no one will tell, no one in the electorate will tell why Janiquinin and Brian are heroes. <laughs> you get the fancy Your alien Your Andalite name is Brian! And I'm Janiquinin! Um, yeah, we would be... Still idiots, I think it's important to, f- to point out. Um, but no one, absolutely nobody knows why we're war heroes. We're princes. You Love know what's princess. weird? What? We haven't seen a single female Andalite. We've heard of- They exist. They're somewhere. Where are they? Oh my god, you're right. I know all That's of the Andalites concerning. we've seen are men. Probably because, like, there's, like, a whole- Maybe there's like a machismo thing in Andalite culture where it's like women don't go to war. But like that seems dumb. What the fuck are they? I mean they're aliens. Why do they have alien patriarchy? It's just a different flavor. Um God. That's the thing. That's a, we don't know even point. if there are biological differences. They can reproduce, but like uh, uh, are there female Andalites? I mean, yeah, there are because remember Axe was saying he wasn't uh, he didn't pay attention. Oh to right, the there's Scorpio a female in his class. And also, yeah. also they mention Axe and uh, Elfie's brother so much, or mother, mother. Oh yeah, I was like, so where yeah. the Dickens? Where are the girls at? What's where the, the girl? Where are the girls at? Where's the ladies? <laughs> Bring them out. I don't know. I, I don't know. Whatever. But they get back in. Uh, he gets back inside the ship. Uh, it's not. It's not looking good. Um. But uh, uh, they br- they they bring back the thing and and Mister Thirty Two is like, well, there's thirty seven less thirty seconds left to activate it, and he's like, do make your move, Yerk, and it's like, hmm, hmm, it's like a standoff, like a like a like a cowboy movie, a good old fashioned, just standoff, high noon. There's some yeah, whistling. Lauren is like, <laughs> like Lauren is slowly dying. Lord oh, is yeah. slowly dying in the corner because uh, they have like like hoods for like uh you know uh, fucking space hoods I don't know but they're not built for humans so she's like fucking her lips are blue and she's like weak and like dying <laughs> you know whatever I but, love uh, the idea that Visor three and wh- uh oh my god I almost called him Max um Elfinger. oh you're like me. <laughs> have a they're having this like intense standoff and also at the same time they have these like <laughs> plastic bags over their heads <laughs> they're just, they're just... That's not only that 
They have plastic bags on their heads, and Chapman's in the corner fucking zonked out. <laughs> He's just floating in the corner. Lauren is dying. They're just looking at each other. It's so funny. It's really funny to think about. Um, but they're they're having a um a uh, like a standoff and and Elfie's like, it responds to touch. And immediately Vista 32 is like, okay. And he's like rushing forward to touch it. And like Jesus. he all like Elfie also rushes forward to touch it. And they both touch it at the same time and their minds expand and like they're outside themselves. They can see themselves and see into themselves. Like, like Elfie can see the worm in Visser 3 in, in Alarin's body. Like he can like Elfie can see himself dying. He can see like worlds just unfolding around him. Whoa. 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 Big big <laughs> Doctor Strange moment. Um, oh yeah. It's messy. Everything is crazy. Do you think it's that's like, what the Elemis sees ooh. all the time? I, I guess so. Something similar, but I think it's not even, we don't even, it's not even comprehensible to us what, what they see. Hmm. It's crazy. Um, but he can, like, even see Alloran's memories of, like, the quantum virus, the ground pile full of Andalites and hork Just, oh my god, it's, it's just like having an episode. And, like, uh, suddenly he can see, like, uh, uh, images of, like, the, some, like, the Yerk homeworld. Like, you can see the Candrona rays and the green sky and the pools. Um, which, of course, he thinks it's ugly. I bet Visser 3 thinks this is a beautiful home. I'm sure he does. The purple, <laughs> the green, I'm sure that's his aesthetic. Purple and know. green are great aesthetics. There's a reason they I are. chose that for the cover. <laughs> Very Green's alien. My favorite color. I absolutely agree. Purple's my favorite color. <gasps> maybe that's why we're friends. <laughs> oh, maybe. Um, but like he's he like uh, Jesus. I was doing so well. Elfie can can tell that uh, Visser Thirty Two is trying to take the the egg to his house, <laughs> like like to his homeworld. He's like, no, you don't. And he <laughs> starts <his> imagining. <laughs> he's taking the egg to his house. <laughs> Elfie is starting to imagine, like, okay. Think of the Andalite homeworld. Think of the Andalite homeworld. He's thinking of the Andalite homeworld. And somewhere he can see, like, waterfalls and shit from, like, Yosemite. Like, shit from the magazine he was reading. And he suddenly realizes Lauren has laid her hand on the egg. Lauren got her hand on the egg. Just to, <laughs> just to, just to make things more difficult. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but they then, like, like... If they start moving, they can feel that they're moving. And um, uh, as we were moving, we, we were moving through time. The last memory I had as the cold collapsed my consciousness, alliteration, was of someone vast and incredible, a being like nothing I could have imagined. It saw me, it saw us all, and it laughed. Ooh! Ooh. Elemist! I know you love them. I know these are your favorite, Jenny. Oh, they're my favorite. I love them so much. They're the best. Ugh. But uh, um, Elfie wakes up with the laughter in his head, and he's like, "Whoa, where am I?" He like looks around, and it's home. He can see the the green, green grass of home. <laughs> Stupid. Um, he like gets up, 
and you can see a tr a tree of the Therant tree, and the it's like a a guide tree, like a special tree. For I don't know, Jenny. I don't I don't know what it's. His name is its name is Halafala. Halafala. <laughs> Uh, but uh it's like it's his home and like we get all this alien shit you know he cries to a tree it's cool um and he starts walking around and he's like whoa it's like literally home and he's like running and he's eating uh and he can see the scoop uh the family scoop uh apparently andalites don't live in houses they live in like ditches apparently Apparently they live in ditches. Um, and he like looks at the scoop and then he looks up and he can see like a waterfall and he's like, hmm. And he starts to feel queasy. And he's like, this is not, not right. That's not supposed to be there. And he realizes this is not right. And he looks up at the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. Uh, and there's like blue sky and like red sky from the Andalite homeworld and green sky from the Yurk homeworld. And he's like, oh. This isn't this, right. Mm. <laughs> this isn't right at all. And he's like walking around and he can see there's like an area where the green grass, I don't know, is the grass green? Oh, it's grass. I don't know. Uh, but I, I just said the green, green grass of home to make that joke. <laughs> but uh, he sees like the grass stops and he looks up and it's like, oh, there's like dirt. It's like, oh, this is the year cone world. And he sees like something like some weird creatures and shit. And he's like, oh, no. They made a new world. <laughs> they made... They basically made a new world. <sighs> of course. Of course they did. Only yeah. These, only this merry band. Only these, that. this trio of two interesting characters and Lauren. And Lauren and Chapman somewhere. I don't even know. No, no, Chapman's not there. Because he didn't oh, touch yeah. the egg. He's out uh, cold. He's zonked out. Oh, yeah. He, he's he still zonked. floating around. In a black hole. He's dead. He's not dead. But I, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like, uh, Elfie is like running around. He's like, Rachel, not Rachel, Lauren. <laughs> Wrong blonde. Rachel, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. I'm tired. <laughs> Me too, bro. <laughs> he's like, Lauren, where's Lauren? And he suddenly hears Elfanger. He turns around and says, Whoa, it's Lauren. And um, they hug, and it's like, This isn't good. We made a new world, I think. Uh, a new universe, pretty much. Built from uh, his home world, her home world, and his home world. Speaking of him, here he is. It's Visser32, standing there with two little, like, thingies next to him. They're like, Cats with wheels. They're like, I, I imagine they look like jack-in-the-boxes for some reason. I know that doesn't they, make any sense. Their their heads are like a uh, needle, like, like like they're elongated and needle sharp. Uh, but these are his cats. <laughs> they're his pets. Mr. 32's pets from like his younger years <laughs> or whatever. And they have wheels on them. I don't know. Um, and he's like, ah, oh, there you are. And you, I brought my pet and you brought yours. Funny. <laughs> Aren't they funny? Um, and uh, Lauren's like, I don't 
fucking like him. And he, <laughs> he take, she takes, she takes a rock, <laughs> throws it at him. Bonk! Spirit. I admire her spirit, but what? Why did it have to hit him? <laughs> this is what I was saying. Bonk. This is the specific moment where I remember where I thought, oh, he's gonna be the butt monkey in this book too. No. <sighs> it's funny though. He gets bonked in the he- in the head by a rock. He really does, and he's just like, it doesn't hurt. He's just like, what? 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 No, he goes like, ah. Uh. He's, yeah, I don't know. He's like, you, so, you propel rocks at me. You'll be very sorry you ever propelled a rock at me, human. I love him. This was hilarious. It was funny, but I was stupid. It's like, read the room, Applegate. I know you wrote the book. Read the room. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever, man. They have a fight with the Mortrons, which is really one of the dumber names in the book. Maybe um, a little which bit. Are Maybe a little. His wheels, his wheel cats, his cats with wheels. Um, they're like they're like Hot Wheels, but Hot Wheel cats. I'm very into these cats with wheels. I couldn't tell. I really hadn't noticed. Um, I think they're funny. <laughs> No, they are funny. I like that they have wheels. Like, that's weird. That's so, that's weird, but fun. It's cool. I like that. I like all the stuff from the year Cone World. I think it's weird and fun and cool. Yeah, for sure. Like, for we sure. saw, the only, we've only seen two Yerkish creatures, I guess. We've seen, uh, yes. the, oh, well, yeah, whoops, not, I wasn't thinking of that. I was thinking of, like, animals, but mm. we've seen Geds. Uh, but I was thinking of the weird tongue thing that I kind of skimmed over, but there's a weird tongue that comes out of a hole that's weird and creepy. Yeah, that thing is cool. And then the fucking Mortrons are cool, because they're just kind of weird. Yes. Everything is cool. Everything is weird. Um, but they're like, they start to fight the Mortrons named Jerex and Larex. (laughs) I feel like Mr. 30, I feel like Mr. 3 was like 10 when he had these fucking things. I agree. You know? He was like 12 years old. He's like, this would be a cool name for a cat. <laughs> but he like, they're fighting and, and uh, Alfie slices up the Mortrons into two chunks. And each of the chunks turns into more Mortrons. It's like a Hydra thingy. And they're like, okay, uh, can't deal with this. We're gonna run. And Lauren's like, don't be offended with what I'm about to do. And she, we finally get a human riding a, <laughs> riding and an ambulance. Didn't it we talk possible. about this? We, we asked like, about. if it's possible, because is it possible to ride a deer? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think if the deer was big enough. I think the I think I googled problem- it, and I don't think it's possible. I think deers have very weak backs. Well, also, I mean, as we see on the cover of these things, these, these they are horses. They're jacked. <laughs> They're jacked, bro. They're pretty jacked Pontus in the Pilates. covers. They died on the Holy CrossFit. <laughs> one of my, one of my favorite jokes my brother's ever told is, um, uh, Jesus dying on the CrossFit after being crucified by Pontius Pilates. <laughs> 
Oh my god. I forgot your brother was a genius and stuff. He's a comedy genius. Um, but he like she like gets on him and they run away. And uh she well, they didn't run away. Elfie ran away while while she was on the back. Um Yes. And they they get to a an earth street and it's like, oh, you live in houses? And she's like, yeah, this is my house. And he's like, it's hollow? And she's like, yeah, it's hollow. Do you, where do you live? And he's like, I live in a hole. <laughs> I Not even a, a hobbit hole. <laughs> it's a scoop. I live in a scoop. <laughs> a scoop. I live in a scoop. <laughs> oh, I can't go. Uh, <clears throat> that voice is very, very familiar. <laughs> uh, we can't get into that. We can't get into it. We can't we get can't into why. It. One day we'll bring up why that voice is familiar. <laughs> Probably next episode. I don't fucking know. Um, but they they go into one of the houses, which is uh, Lauren's house, and they go to find her mom, and and her mom is there, and it's like, oh, Lauren, you brought a friend along, and she's like, yeah, don't worry, he's uh, a nice alien, and, and she's like, why would I be worried? I, I'm never worried when you bring home new Andalite friends, and Lauren is like, oh no. Oh no, you're not real. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Yeah, it's pretty terrible though. I mean, imagine. Oh yeah, thinking, I don't know, like it's bad. Like, yeah, imagine thinking that you're safe. You've just had a crazy week and a half. You almost died multiple times. You were just invaded by a slug. And then you see your mom, and then clearly something is not right. Like, everything looks fine, but she just knows a little bit too much. Very Coraline. Very, very mm. suspicious. Yeah. But, uh, uh, Elfie is like, ah, she needs her alone time. So she, he goes up to her room and, like, looks at all the pictures and finds one of her and, I think, her dad. Um, uh, who, oh, by the way, uh, is probably dead probably committed suicide after fighting in nam yes <laughs> yikes um but uh, he grabs the picture and goes back down and finds lauren outside uh thwacking uh playing softball which by the way uh only straight woman i've ever met who plays softball but it's whatever <laughs> yes sure uh but she's a uh, uh, toss swing thwacking and uh, Elfie goes up to her and is like, I'm sorry about all this. I found this picture, though. And she's like, okay. We're going to figure this out. Uh, we're going to do it. And he I'm explains the situation, which is that they basically are gods of a new world. Cool. Um, <laughs> also, they're god now. <laughs> love Wait. that for them. I wonder how this would have worked out if Visser 32 achieved his plan. He would have just made a new year homeworld, right? No, I like, think the only reason that they made a new universe is because um, they all had their hand on the time matrix all at once. So they, so the time matrix couldn't bring them all where they wanted to go. So they brought. Oh. So it created a new universe that was a simul like a combination of all the places they were wanting to go. That makes sense. Mm. Uh, but she, uh, they, they, they follow. They walk forward, and they come across this like big white wall. That's like it's zero space because zero space is white because uh, it's like nothing, literally nothing. Um, 
and she like reaches forward. This fucking freaked me out. She reaches forward and her hand like arcs back toward her. Ugh, like Harry Potter. Like when his wrist broke. That was very creepy. Indeed. I didn't like that. One bit. Uh, not a fan. Yeah. I just imagining starts... it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It. I feel like, like, remember, like, you look through the edges at, of a kaleidoscope and how everything's just kind of distorted and bent. That's what I was imagining her arm was doing. Mm. I saw it as a perfect fleshy, <laughs> fleshy arc. It, considering the themes of this book, you're probably probably right. Uh. <laughs> it was bad, but Lauren starts freaking out. She's like, "This place is wrong. This place is bad. We gotta go. It's wrong." <laughs> it's like, "Good man," uh, but but they're they're walking around the edge of their new universe, um, and and they're trying to figure out what's going on. And they realize, oh, uh, well, first Lauren is hungry. And they go to a McDonald's. This is the grossest part. Shockingly, is a McDonald's. It's terrible. Bad. They go to a McDonald's and they go to the cashier. And the cashier, because Lauren remembered him as having acne, uh, his face is just acne. No eyes. No eyes. Pustules. Leaking. Very nasty. As someone with cystic acne, very gross. <laughs> very gross. I'm sorry. That... It's okay. Oof. But they order some food. Uh, I want a burger. Shit. <laughs> I want a burgie! Um, I don't blame you. But they, they figure out the situation, which is that the universe seems to be in like a spiral. Uzumaki. In a spiral... Like, they can tell from the cloud pattern, so Elfie is like, alright, we need to go to the center of this spiral. We need to go to the eye of the storm. And, uh, uh, Lauren's like, fuck yeah! Let's do it! (laughs) So, they start walking, they start walking towards, uh, uh, the, the center of the universe, and they're chatting, and one of the things they chat about is, uh, the year, or not year, and like like culture, which mm-hmm. is like they tried to do a city thing and it didn't work out. So now I think we talked about this in the first part of the special. Um, they're basically the, yes. the closest human equivalent is uh, like an anarchic socialist utopia mm-hmm. where which everyone just lives on a field. <laughs> they live in a which, hole. Yeah, everyone lives in a hole. Um, but you know what? Sure. Good for them. <laughs> they don't really have the they don't really have cities. Elfie really doesn't like cities. I get the implication that K.A. Applegate doesn't like cities either. I have the same feeling. <laughs> I don't. I love cities. I'm a city gal. I also I love, love people. cities. Yeah. Oh, I don't love people. I like uh, observing pe- I like observing the world by myself. But I also like I- noise. Mm. I like the big culture, like 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 cities like New York, where it's like just so many cultures together. I like yes. that. You get it leads to problems sometimes, but I like cities because of how many people you can meet in a very short time. Absolutely. Um, 
Yeah, it's just I nice. don't like individual little... people for the most part, but <laughs> you know this. What, what? What? What about me? You know I love you, Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> you remember a couple episodes ago when I tried to say I love you and I accidentally said I bully you? That was so funny. That was in episode one. You were like, you know I bully you, Jenny. <laughs> and I was like, what a fucking Freudian slip. <laughs> oh, my God. But they, um, they go, uh, they're walking along and, uh, they're like, Lauren's like, are you going to erase my memories after this? And Alfie's like, no, I like you, you know, you're cool, I think. <laughs> <laughs> like a 14 year old does. Yeah. Um, and they, but also, uh, sorry, it's also because he can't stand the thought of somebody not knowing what he did. That's true. To, to Lauren and to Fortnite. But also because yeah. he likes her, mostly. Because he likes her. Yeah, it's mostly that. Um, but but they're walking towards the center and like Lauren looks down at her hands, she's like, Oh god, my my fingernails are growing and her like hair and her fingernails are growing. She's like rapidly aging. This not is rapidly, gruesome. It gets worse. This part, this part, it gets pretty gross, like pretty terrible. Like as they get yeah. close, um, closer, like her fingernails are like two inches long. Her toenails are growing out of her shoes. Ooh, it's bad. She's like fourteen ish, right? She's like fourteen, and she's slowly growing, like over four years, I guess. Okay, but here's my thing. Um, how did she not die? from the blood loss of being on her period every two minutes that's a good question i don't I mean, know i guess Kay applegate just didn't want to mention it i mean didn't want to mention enough. it nope that didn't work i don't know how much blood do we lose during our periods like i think only like an ounce uh i think it's definitely more than that um that's not a lot I mean, still, but, like, built up over four years. Yeah, that would have been yeah, significant. Yeah, four years every every month for four years. How much blood? I guess maybe that was just a little bit too much for children's books. Uh, the amount of blood lost is small. It's two to three tablespoons. Okay. So two to three tablespoons each month for four years. I don't know if that'd kill her, but uh, maybe they just didn't want to mention it, which I, I wouldn't mention it. Fair enough. Not just, Fair enough. I just, it'd be distracting. I don't know. They just didn't mention it, I guess. But uh, they, uh, he's like, oh God. And like, he cuts, he cuts the fingernails off because it's terrible. Oh, and her hair is so long, it like reaches to the ground. She's this like horrifying, like cousin it from hell. <laughs> Oh, and um, Elfinger's aging too. His hooves are growing oh, yeah. so much that he can barely walk. Um, yeah, I, and I've seen I've seen like like videos of like horses that have untrimmed hooves. It's pretty gruesome, actually. Yeah. Also, it's pretty bad. It just makes you sad. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's very. Am I, is my hair weird? Like, if my hair doesn't grow that much, I feel like if I never cut my hair over four years, it wouldn't reach to the ground. Oh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe she aged more than four years. Maybe her hair no, was well, pretty she long. Says, she says towards the end when they're about to reset the timeline, she says, like, my, I've aged 
I'm a, I'm almost 18 now. Hmm. Well. Hmm. Okay, assuming that her hair, let's just say it was down to her waist, right? That's pretty long. Um if we use Oh yeah, light, they do mention she has long golden hair. Yeah, like when I had pretty long hair that was that that long when I cut it, um I cut it to my shoulders at one point and it took about 6 months for it to get to grow like I don't know, three inches. So that's not mm. impossible. Um, I, could, I feel like that yes. could definitely happen. Yeah, probably. Um, but they, they're like, they reach the center. And it's like, oh God, the time matrix is probably in there. And she's like, we can't go in there. It's impossible. And he's like, we have to, we have to go in there, but we have to block out everything you see or think you see and dive in. Uh, and she's like, take my hand. And they dive into the vortex. And it's just, it's just weird. <laughs> they just see, it's like, like, I think it's probably just all white around them. Oh, no, no, no. Everything swirled and swam around me. Vision was wild and distorted and filled with insane colors and bits and, and pieces of floating, oddly shaped matter. If I was seeing this kind of shit, I would probably kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bold claim. Come on. I would not, I'm not strong. <laughs> I would, because how could I? How could I live with my life after seeing what I've just seen? Fair enough, man. It's crazy, um, but like, they 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 push through it, and then they're in the eye of the storm, and it's in in the eye of the hurricane. There is quiet, and it's just a blank, featureless area, and it's just oh man, here we are, and they see an egg. They see the egg, and they're like, oh, the egg. We gotta get the egg. And they're walking towards the egg, and suddenly it's just like, oh, what? The Andalite in his pit? Still alive? Yeah, they ran away, dude. <laughs> Visit 32, in the fleece. In the no fleece. No one says that. Um, and the, here he comes with his cats, and uh, uh, they're trying to fight, but, like, Lauren's still, like, her hair is so long, it piled around the ground. Her toenails have extended nearly a foot through the fabric in her artificial hooves. And she's like got like claw hands. Is it's terrible. Um and then uh they fight. Well, before they fight, uh Vester 3 is like, well, finally we can have a fair fight. And then Lauren's like, You're fucking scared of this dude. And it's like, no, I'm not. And it's like, oh uh, he's afraid to fight you on you one-on-one. -on -one. I I I saw it in his face. And he's like, yeah, uh, that yes, he's, Lauren's like Alloran has seen you tail fight Elfanger. That's what that knowledge is is the Vissers now, right? That's why he's scared, cause cause he's remembering that time Alloran saw Elfie totally mm. lose himself in the music and the moment he better never let it go. He's only got one shot. <laughs> do not miss a chance to blow. The opportunity comes once in a lifetime. Oh, when he killed all those taxons. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> something came over me <laughs> um but uh they're scared to fight pretty much but they do uh it's crazy you know there's a bunch of fighting lauren has a softball bat and she keeps cracking on them uh she's like choking one of them and uh <laughs> he's about to fight viscer 32 when viscer 32 is like hmm Okay. And he, like, leaves? 
I guess Pretty so. much. Yeah. He just kind of dips. Yeah, he's like, well, before he dips, he, he, he like, turns to Elfanger and is like, the day will come, Elfanger, when I destroy you. I will make it personal. I will make it very personal. And then he, he goes home. <laughs> he doesn't go home. He goes back into the into the whiteness, and uh, Lauren's like, well, glad to know he's dead. <laughs> and Elfie's like, he's not dead. <laughs> not even close, unfortunately. Not even close. Um, But she's like, we need to figure something out, because I'm getting older, and and, and and this is terrible. And um, this part is confusing. Because time travel is confusing. And uh, so basically, he's like, she's like, we should take the time mat- matrix and uh, go to the Andalite, uh, go to the Andalite world. And he's like, no, you know, I if I go back there, they're going to kill me fully. Like, they're going to kill me. I know too many secrets. Uh and if they have the time matrix, they're gonna, they're gonna do something bad. Um, and he says, if we use the time matrix to win this war, we will no longer be Andalites. Excuse me. Not what I think of Andalites, anyway. He burped in the middle of the speech, actually. They wrote it out. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> He's like, we have to win this war by being ourselves, by living up to our own standards, not by becoming as brutal and ruthless as the Yerks are. And she's like... You mean, what's the point of winning if you lose what you were fighting for? What do you think about this in terms of the book as a whole overall and what it is saying about violence in war? On one hand, I agree with Elfie. I think this is a very important sentiment to keep. We can't lose sight of that because if you completely abandon what you're fighting for if you completely abandon the hopes of a better world a better chance then you're not really fighting for anything it's just violence for violence's sake however i do think that in war there is no such thing as cleanliness there's no such thing as a clean war um and i think ultimately at the end of this at at this point in the book uh elfie is still wrong um he's still trying to hold on to his morality um which is commendable i i agree with him um i don't know it's interesting to see his choices compared to the thesis of this book his choices to be good to be moral to try to do the right thing versus the thesis and clear message of this book is that there's no such thing as a right thing um I don't know what I would have done. What would you would have, what would you, what do you think? I think it is certainly an interesting question. And I like how the, the message that I like how I, I, I agree with what you were saying that how the message of the book doesn't seem to really be what Elfie is talking about here, even though the, like, I don't think this is mm-hmm. the con- I don't think this is this is the conclusion that the book wants us to come to. And I think that that is because this is I know sometimes we we've ignored it in the last couple episodes because these couple of books have been pretty fucking brutal, but this is a series not intended for sure. our age group and not intended not intended. This is the key term is intended for um 
older people to read, but I think K.A. Applegate puts in little, uh, I guess, more subtler, nuanced points um, beneath the, like, I guess, rather surface level, uh, like, war is bad, don't do that kind of message. And I think the message that Elfie is saying here of, like, don't do war if you'll lose yourself in the music in the moment, um, I think that is the message for the younger audience. But I think K.A. Applegate put in all of the nuances about what Alaron was saying about there not being a clean mm-hmm. war, there being no such thing as a war of cleanliness. Um, I think she put that in there for for older or at least more astute readers to sort of draw the conclusions themselves. And the conclusions that this book, not the character, but the book comes to is that it is just that. There is no such thing as a war of you know morality absolutely it's just it's not it's an inherently immoral situation and i think that k.a applegate is able to do that put in the the message for the younger audience and also that nuanced message for the older audience is a sign of really good writing a a sign of really good skill oh yeah it's really good writing especially since it takes i don't want to i don't want this to sound like you're tooting around horns but it takes quite a bit of I guess, advanced analysis to... And that that does make it sound like we're reaching for this point, but I do genuinely think that that is the message Mm -hmm. of the book. Um, But it takes some pretty intensive analysis to really understand all of the nuances of this book, which is why it's so good. Absolutely, yeah. Um, That is... Yeah, but getting getting back into the... Oh, no, I was just going to say that that is what this book has that other books in this series don't, which might... Which makes this one... That makes sense. This one, yeah, that makes sense because this book is certainly Mm -hmm. longer. Yeah. And especially, like, the fucking, the reaction is for, like, (laughs) it's for babies. (laughs) This is for babies. I know it's for babies, but we read it. (laughs) That's, like, the thesis of this show, is we know it's for babies, (laughs) but we read it. I'm so sorry, what is that from again? I know you sent it to me. It's Chris Fleming <laughs> at the Korean spa. When he's like, I know it's for babies, but I need Oh my god. It. <laughs> memories, memories, <laughs> memories are like popping up of you doing that at like I know. He's like <laughs> he's like crowd surfing. He's like, I know it's for babies. For 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 those uninitiated, uh, Chris Fleming went to a Korean spa, and Korean spas are like nude spas. And he got lost and needed to find a, a like a he's like naked and afraid. <laughs> he needs to find a shirt, and he finds a shirt for like children, like a baby shirt. And a, a, an attendant comes in and goes like, "That is for babies." And Chris proceeds to go on like a five minute. Uh, I, I hesitate to say rant. I guess breakdown where he's just going like i know it's for babies <laughs> but i need it <laughs> that's us right now i know it's for babies but we read it he literally cannot breathe <laughs> for you for you listeners when we live together <laughs> Anytime I needed something, Jenny would say that. Anytime, any 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 minor obstacle or issue, 
was was that I remember you doing that one time. It was like eleven thirty at night, and we were cracking up about that skit. Well, past ten p.m., we would affectionately refer to it as crackhead hours, which is where we would laugh at literally anything that moved. <laughs> Because we are so sleep That is deprived. so true. Because we have horrible sleep schedules. So past 10 p.m., it's like everything's forfeit. Everything is funny. Um, I used to do... That's where we came up with clown school for fools, which <laughs> that's is... A, that, that's for that's another for time. Another time. Um, that's a different dance, maybe. <laughs> I used to do a silly walk <laughs> with like... <laughs> you would do a silly walk. I would walk. do a... You were like the yeah, penguin. I was like, Il penguino. Yeah, I was penguino. And then I would also do the Grinch walk around. Um, be- oh. <laughs> to like scare Jenny. <laughs> it was really scary. It'd be like 1130 and we'd have one light on. And I'd, you know, I'd do like the strobe light thing on my phone like while Bryn was Grinch walking. So it just looked like she was teleporting across the room. And she would stand over my bed. <laughs> Fuck, like she was a fucking vampire waiting to feast. <laughs> it was, it was, we Horrible. thought we were so f- funny. Like, we I can't were. imagine what our sweet mates thought about us, like, laughing our asses off. They made pancakes. Uh, yeah. I they had, a, they had a griddle and they never once not made gonna, us waffles. Not gonna name names. Um, disappointing. 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 I am, I am crying a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so hard. <laughs> hey, please, please stop. Let's not do that. Do we make a t-shirt that says we know it's for babies, but we read it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Put that on the list. Put I'm writing it down. I'm, 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 I'm writing it down. I'm writing it down. Yeah, click, click the pen. Right. Click the pen. Thank You're welcome. You. Oh, oh, nice. ASMR. Oh, yeah. All right, while you're writing this down, let's get back into the <laughs> back into the story. That's one of our best tangents yet. Yeah. My God. Um, but basically, um, uh, Elfie is having an uh... a. <laughs> said Elfie is having an affair. I mean, that's all right. Elfie is is having a having a situation. Let's just say. He's having a situation, and he comes to the conclusion that, you know, in, in the end of the day, at the end of the day, you're another day older, and nothing in your pocket to last for a week, and you can't do war bad. No, you can't do war bad. That's not right. Okay. Um, and he's like, I'm going to hide it on Earth. And, and he's like, uh, she's like, what? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to hide it on Earth, and this time, we're not going to get any, like, fucking gray aliens to, to like, to like snoop around and stumble across it. And and and, and he, he she's like, what do you want me to do? And he's like, all right, you're gonna take us home. I take me home. Country runs. Uh that song. <laughs> she's like, Am I, I'm probably gonna get crucified for saying that I hate country runs. I also aren't. hate it. Don't worry. Well, we here if we this are. Is the thing uh, that we Jesus can... and Bo, who's the guy? Who is the other guy? Who's the murderer on the cross? What's his name? I don't. It was your joke. Barbados, Barnaby. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> here we are. Two Jesus. If this is what we get canceled Crucified. for, I don't mind. Yeah, true. Um, but uh, he's like, take take us home to to Earth. And 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 he she's like oh shit that was only like a week ago 
And he's like, yeah, just a week. Uh, and we need to go back in time, back before your mother would have noticed you missing. But not before the street now took you, where we would undo this entire timeline. Oh, boy. <laughs> time. Um, and she's like, maybe we should erase the timeline. We can save Fortnite and save Alaron. And, he, and he's like, and the two of us never meet? And she's like, I wouldn't want that. But also, <laughs> greater good, yeah, you guys. Greater good. Like, I know you guys are cute, and I know you're 14, but you can literally save two people and prevent a coloni- a partially prevent a colonization of a planet. Great or good, you guys? Can't believe we're agreeing with what uh, a certain character who we hate at the end says. Oh my god, yeah. I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid bitch. Yeah, oh boy. Shit. Um, but uh, they they decide, okay... Uh, we'll do all of this. And then uh, uh, Elfie's also like, more importantly, uh, uh, well, the, he's, he just basically, he says like, you can't, you can't go back in time to before we did all this because then you create a paradox and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then they're like, but she's like, wait a minute, I'm like 18. People are going to see that I'm 18. And he's like, yeah, but imagine that they don't. <laughs> but what if they didn't? Oh, what if they didn't, though? <laughs> Neither of them know if this shit's going to nope. work. <laughs> um, but it works. Uh, they then were a million light years and one week away. And then cut to three years later. Wait, uh, sorry. Can yeah. we back up and just yes. talk about how mm-hmm. horrible this must be for Lauren? She was abducted. Ad- abducted. Oh my god. She was abducted. You can do it. <laughs> she was abducted <laughs> by aliens. And then she was. Like three like times. Three times she was drawn into an intergalactic war that she had no idea what was happening and didn't want to be a part of. She had her mind controlled. She almost died. The only thing saving her was a plastic bag over her head. And then she touched an egg, got transported into its own universe with a horse snail man deer that she has a crush on and another horse man snail deer who's evil incarnate. And then they escaped. And then she aged four years, is stuck in a body that's unfamiliar to her, and now has to go home and pretend like it never happened. It kind of sucks. Pretty much. Like, and I know you hated high school, and I know a lot of people hated high school, but, like, she's not going to have any of those formative social experiences. No, and, like, imagine she is... She's not going to know how to... So- she's not going to know how to socialize among people in her, uh, in her own age and group. T- she's not going to know any of the trends. Talk- oh, shut up. And talk about, like, body dysmorphia. She is trapped in a body... Seriously. That I mean, think about how different a 14-year-old... Like, 14-year-old is different than 18-year-old you, or whatever. Like, that is a huge difference, and she is trapped in a body that is completely unfamiliar to her. Everyone is expecting her to be 18 when on the inside she's just a kid. Like, this is terrible. I feel for her. Yeah. Um, And I know I said remember the trends, but, like, literally, think about how much, like, shit she's going to be missing over these four years that people are going to talk about. They're going to be like, oh, remember when President Blanky Blank did this in the election? Do you remember that when that debate happened? And she's going to be like, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, jeez, it sucks. This poor girl. Both her and like, and I know Chapman is still conked out. But like both her and Chapman get a pretty short end of that the stick. That is true. That is true. Damn. 
Shit. But uh, they get transported to a million light years and one week away. And it's three years later. He ran away from the Great War. He ran away and hid on Earth. He fucking buried the egg in a patch of the woods. It's pretty funny. Sure. We also learned that there's a there's a there's a word for like the combining of DNA to form a single morph. It's called a froless maneuver, which is apparently what Axe did. A froless maneuver. Yeah, that seems like some froless. high level morphing. You feel? Yeah, maybe Axe is like better. Maybe he's more advanced than we thought. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But like he's like I'm done with the fight. I'm done with all this. Basically, he ditched. I don't blame him. Um, but you know what? I don't fucking blame him either. He was a child soldier who had to deal with all of this shit and then probably, you know, told himself for years that he was responsible for creating evil incarnate. Mm. Like, fucking, I don't blame him either for running away and becoming a human. So he becomes a Nothly for a human morph. By choice. And, uh, by choice. Um, and, and he, he, he attended college he majored in physics and he was like it was hard hard to pretend not to know all the answers instantly <laughs> oh that's funny poor, poor gifted kid um yeah and then it's like and then there was lauren she had recreated her own life to deal with the fact that she had aged several years she went back to a mother who never knew she had been gone back to friends and family who all expected her to be the age she what she now was hmm. that's yeah like we talked about that sucks it's terrible. I wonder what she... But there's this really... Fu- so, no, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I was going to say there's a really funny part where it's like, I met a lot of humans who were working in the computer field. My friend Bill used to come over to my room and we would exchange ideas. It was hard for me to simplify my knowledge enough for him to follow. Everything had to be explained in simple human words, using words like window to explain a childishly simple concept. He really just dragged all of us, huh? He really just... <laughs> Well, it's Bill, it's Bill, the Microsoft guy. Bill Gates. Oh. Did you not get that? No. He also said, and my human friend Steve thought it was a huge breakthrough breakthrough to use symbolic icons and a simple pointer rather than a lot of complex language. Steve Jobs. Did you not catch that? Oh my God, I feel smart. (laughs) I totally missed that. This is my payment for not figuring out that... They were talking about Earth, or that Lauren and Chapman were humans. <laughs> this is my moment. This is don't call it a comeback. Hot damn! I've been here the whole time. <laughs> Hot damn! But yeah, that's I thought that was really mm-hmm. funny. Um, but one day they're at college and they see Chapman, and uh, he should be dead. <laughs> by all accounts, he's not. By all means, why is by he all not accounts, dead? He should be dead. Well. He's not dead because of a certain individual, but like, yeah, he doesn't remember anything. They they wiped his memory. His memory's been erased, which is really relevant to one of my theories. It's not even. It's sort of a theory. It's not. It's just. It's really. It's really. I relevant. just want to hear your so theories. Keep that in the back the of your mind. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, okay. So and then he uh, marries Lauren also, and they're gonna have a kid, uh, but he doesn't. Yeah, uh, but he drives a yellow Mustang. He takes on a human name, Alan Fanger, and everyone shortens it to Al Fanger, which is fucking stupid. It is so stupid. Um, I love it. But he he goes he goes to his home, and this is actually really important. He goes to his home. He walks in. There's someone like standing in the fucking middle of the room, and he's like, 
what are you doing in here? And he's like, what am I, in my head, he was English. He was like, what am I doing here? What are you doing here? And he's like, this is my, uh, I live here. This is my home. And he's like, Elfanga, Serenial Shantu, this is not your home. <laughs> and he's like, what are you? What I like, are you? And he's I like, like snooty British Elemist. That seems fitting somehow. Thank you. He's an Elemist. Yeah. He's like, uh, I am the, I am one of those creatures you call the Elemists. And he's like, I don't want anything. We don't want anything. We do not interfere with the problems of other species. Go fuck yourself. This is interfering, you dumb fuck. Yep. 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 It's literally, he's like, he's like, I know all of these things about you. I know that you created Vissa. Uh, I know that you created a universe with uh, uh, the human and, and Vissa 3. And, and he's like, Vissa 3? And he's like, oh yeah, he's got... He's, Lot of promotions is going on over there. Um, and, and, like, I don't know why Elfie put it in his mind that, like, Visser 3 would be dead. He's like, you fucking dummy. I think this was just wishful thinking. And probably. Well, I mean, this whole end of the chapter, he basically explains how he's kind of a coward. He kind of ran away from all the problems he created. Yep. And I'm not saying that he was wrong for running away from the war, but it is just true. Yeah. He created a, a lot of problems and then ran away. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Time problems. And that's what the Elemist says. He's like, do you really think you can play games with time itself? Do you think you can change things around to suit you and not make a mess of it? Uh, are you not so naive and polite that you can't understand that time is a trillion, trillion, trillion strands all woven and interwoven? That if you twist and break one strand, it may have unforeseen effects in a thousand other places and times? And uh, uh, he's like, this, uh, I don't want anything to do with you. Human, he's, because Elmas is like, Visser 3 is fucking with your, like, he's fucking up your people. He's killing all of them. And he's like, uh, humans are my people now. And he's like, like Chapman, like the human named Chapman. And he was like, you are the one who undid his memory. And he's like, I did an error. I undid an error in this time-space continuum. Chapman plays a part in what is still to come. God, this kid cannot catch a break. He really can't. This poor man. <sighs> this poor man. Yeah, but but Elfie is just the whole time like, la, 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 I'm not listening. I am not involved in wars in far off space. I like that he's talk. He started to talk like a human. A human. He started to talk like a human. Me too. I love that. I mean, what- that's really a fun detail. Yeah. I mean, he lived. I'm surprised he didn't say little green men. <laughs> that's true. I, Sorry. I just had a thought. No, no, go. This is three years after they escaped the time, the weird universe. Mm-hmm. Assuming that Warren and Elfinger got married this year, she is 17. Yeah. No. She was four. What? I mean, she's not 17. She's technically like... 21 no i don't think i think i think that it was they got sent to the the time and then he was just describing how all of these years passed like at least four years have passed um because he went to college okay all right never mind i'm satisfied so yeah they'd be uh 18 19 20 20, like 20 21 22 years old okay cool 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 yeah so they're they're not they're not child marriaging they're, they're adults. Okay, I was just um, concerned for her. Still really young to get married, I guess. Maybe more years have passed than I thought. Like, like maybe it's been like 
10 years. Maybe. Uh-uh. I don't know. But the Elemis is like, you are not where and when you should be, you silly little boy. <laughs> He's also like, you uh, You refuse to fight. He's like, you refused. This is, I think, this is the thesis of the book for the, for the eagle-eyed readers, which is you refuse to slaughter defenseless prisoners. You refuse to destroy yourself in order to win a battle. You're wise for a primitive creature, fuck you. But you also altered the course of time by using, by using the time matrix, and that has created awful problems for your people, for both your peoples. Your peoples need you. I think that's it. Yes. Like, you you did this good thing, you didn't slaughter the prisoners, but you fucked everything else up by not, by not doing that. So, what is the real truth? <laughs> um, and he is like, what do you want from me? He's like, we want nothing. We do not interfere with the affairs of other species. We do not interfere. But sometimes we repair what has been shattered. That is interference. That's straight up interference. That's literally what words mean. Ref. Ref. Interfere. Ref. Interference. (laughs) Are the elements the referees of the universe? Apparently. I don't know. I guess so. But he's like, battles are lost. (laughs) I guess so. He's like, battles are lost that should have been won. What should be safe is now endangered. All a product of your meddling. The human girl was meant to marry a human. You were meant to be a warrior, a great hero to your people, a mentor and guide to your brother. <laughs> you sounded like Darth Maul a little bit like... there. Oh. Elemis is voiced by Sam Witwer. Put that on the list. I will. I'm right. This broken timeline. No. You got it. <laughs> we don't interfere, but if you ask me to... <laughs> He's voiced by Sam Witwer, but like not, but still Darth Maul. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so still evil, all a part of his plan. Um, uh, but uh, he's like, Visser Three is gonna come to Earth one day. Do you? He's gonna remember her. What do you think is gonna happen when he does? And he's like, Oh no! And he's like crying. And he's like, If I go back, if I ask you to repair the timeline, will you save? The Earth, will it save the Andalites and my Lauren? And he's like, no, not by itself. But what is impossible will now become possible again. Hmm. Mm. And he's like, what game are you playing at, Elemis? And he's like, I-, I fucking love this line. I hate the Elemis, but he's like, will you cross-examine me, Andalite? Or, are you- or will you ask me to undo the mess you have made? T. T. Do you think this is the same elements that fucked with the end? I was, I was literally about to. I was waiting to get to this part. Oh my could... god, we are on the we are on the page. Wow, wow, same brain. I think. Oh my god, I think we texted each other at the same time today. Yeah, we did. That was weird. Um, but do you think? Uh, do you think it's the same guy? Th- there are more than one elements, correct? Yes, it's a species. I I think this is a different elements. Um, I think the opposite. Really? Why? Yeah, and here's my theory. Uh, I think that the elements are based on the Q. Okay. And uh, within the Q, there is one singular Q who uh, kind of rebels, because the Qs are, are similar to the elements, and they're like, we don't interfere with lower species. Um, but this Q is, you know, goes and fucks with humans all the time. 
Um, and I think this Elemist is similar to that cue. I think when he keeps saying, like, we do not interfere, he's saying, like, I am technically breaking the law by interfering in this. But I will do it because I think the fact that we don't interfere is bullshit. Hmm. That's what I think. Interesting. I think I hope I'm right because this will make me actually like the Elmist. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Fair enough. It c- could definitely. I guess that goes in my theories. Well, I wasn't. That wasn't. I didn't think of that until just now. But I guess that goes into my theories. Would you like to explain one of your theories? No, 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 no. We're not done yet. Oh, okay. There's still more shit to go through. God damn it. <laughs> What were you going to say? Nothing. I was asking, do you, oh. okay, let's move on. <laughs> it's got very, very, contra- <laughs> very, uh, very, very aggressive very quickly. Yeah. Damn. But he's like, uh, you said something about a battle, Elemist. He's like, I will carry you there. I will undo what has been done and repair the fabric of your fate. Michaela. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I love myself. Um, and he's, uh, uh, he, go- he goes to the Elemist world, which is fucking beyond sight, beyond sound, just beyond everywhere. And the Elemist is literally, like, everywhere at once. And he-, he can, like, see all of the timelines. And he can see, like, his brother, Aximile Esgaruth Isthil. That's there his we name. go. That's his name. We got... We got it, guys. Yay. We're so good at this. Um, and he can suddenly see, like, part of his own timeline intersected in her own. Uh, I still touched her future in some way. My line and her con- hers converged, and then from those two lines came a new line, just emerging, just beginning to grow. What does it mean, I asked the elements. Elemist, you have a son, Alfanger. I called who it was immediately. I went through the options... And then had to rule them out before I got to the same conclusion. Did we talk? We did about talk this about on this on this special. Okay, no, we talked about, talked about it. About this outside. Yeah, we talked it outside it. of the show. Um, yeah, I, I I think I immediately knew uh, from from the beginning that it was. Uh, you can say it. Uh, uh, eh, can I? Is it revealed here? I mean, I don't know. I don't know, but the element says like. Uh, you can't, you can't do this. It's not your son. It's not meant to be your son. Your son. <laughs> it's you, it's Lauren's and some of, some other son. It's kind of sad because Tobias has a pretty shitty childhood. Yeah. That's the element. He probably would have had a good, probably had a good childhood if, if, if uh, Elfie raised him. That's true. Sad. But, I mean, I dislike this trend in that the in the Elemist's thought where it's like this is how things are meant to be. Mm-hmm. That's not how. It's not really how time works for conscious beings. I mean, I guess that's how time works for the Elemist, but he was he himself is the one that said that like time is a trillion strands that all intersect and interfere with each other. So how can there be things that are meant to be? I don't think there can be. I think this is just the Elemist's preference, and that's the thing. That's really the kicker, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Damn. But, uh, I mean, we have no idea 
how I mean the Elemist experience. It's it's weird to to put our own opinions on it because the Elemist experiences time in a way that we never will. True. Like they experience everything at once, um, and we our brains are just wired to understand time in a linear fashion. It's not really possible at this point in our evolution to see things otherwise. So I'm just working with what I got, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> but uh. She, uh, he can, he can see the time flow. Oh yeah, by the way, I just, we just, it's, it's Tobias. (laughs) I I know I tried to make a whole thing out of it and then I accidentally revealed that it's Tobias. It's Tobias. Tobias was meant to be, uh, Elfanger's son, which is why they have the connection. And it's also why Ax and, uh, Tobias have such a connection. Because if you want to stretch things a little bit, Ax is Tobias's uncle? Yes. Yeah. Weird. Uncle. Weird. Wax. <laughs> um, time. <laughs> well, technically, uh, Tobias would have been like I guess maybe three years older than the kids. Well, uh-huh. well, and then Axe would have been older than them too. Weird. Hmm. Um, but 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 oh, oh. uh 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 Elfanger has this line where it's like, is it is it all game for you? And he's like, yes, but we are not the only ones at the only great powers of the galaxy. There is another, older than we, older even than we, and he plays a dark game, Andalite. It is with him that we play. So hope that we win, Elfenga Serenial Shamtul. Hope that we win. You know who I think this is? Who? I think that's the eyeball that (gasps) uh, Jake saw. Yeah! It's definitely the eyeball. That makes so much sense. I forgot about the eyeball. Oh my God. Yeah, the big creepy eyeball. (gasps) We will talk about that. Well, we're almost done. But he's like, he gets immediately transported in a ship in in a battle, and he like uh, goes up on the view. And everything's gone to shit. And he goes up on the view screen, and he's like, "Hi, I'm here." And they're like, "You what the fuck? You haven't been here in four years or whatever." And they're like, "Uh, uh, uh, I have a plan. I can fix it. Don't worry." Um, and they're like, "You look older." And he's like, "Don't worry about it." Tell Visser, uh, tell Visser 32? Visser 3. He's a Visser 3 now. Uh, tell Visser 3 that I am here to fuck with him. (laughs) And and they do, and then Visser 3 shows up on the screen and is like, you! (laughs) Soldier boy. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. (laughs) He's like, I have to congratulate you on escaping from the black hole. And I hear you've been promoted, Yerk. Visser 3, very impressive. But I have to tell you, Yerk, I am aimed straight for your ship. In exactly 10 seconds, I will punch up maximum burn. At this distance, it will take me... Maximum burn. (laughs) That really hurt my throat. (laughs) That hurt mine too. And once I punch a maximum burn, it'll be too late. And he's like... Basically gonna aim. He's gonna do uh, uh like in the Last Jedi, which very cool scene. Yes. Um, but he and and then Visser three's like you're bluffing, and he's like five, four, three. He's like I'm gonna, I'm coming back for you. I'm coming back for you. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> and he uh he he warps out of there, um. And he he does make a promise like. Uh, I'm gonna finish you off in my own good time. <laughs> Woo! And he does. 
at least that's a real threat because we know it's true. <laughs> um, but the they they all they all are all good. He kind of the flash jumps into the fucking ship and he wakes up back aboard the star sword and he's already a hero. Uh, everything's good. Uh, and he tells the captain everything except for the location of the time matrix. Um, and he's like, uh, you realize, uh, we, uh, cannot tell anyone anything about what happened to you. Mm-hmm. 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 The electorate fucking sucks. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, by the way, I know what Aloran did. He was my buddy. Uh, war does terrible things to people. You know, you, but he's like, you did, you, good job. You defended the beliefs you hold dear. You stood up for the people. Good job. Good job, Elfie. And he, inside, he's like, I want to cry, but uh, Andalites can't cry. So I cried the way an Andalite does inside, oh. in my hearts. <laughs> <laughs> light is dumb. Smile. It is dumb. I'm very it. dumb. It must but he, he, yeah, what? Oh, never mind. There's more to the book. I. Yeah, there's, there's more to the book. Oh, book. right. He's still got to die. Two more pages. He's still lying here on the ground, by the way. This, this for all three of these episodes, he's just been lying on the ground. But now he's been, he's inside the tummy. <laughs> inside the mouth of, uh, of Visser 3. Glad to know Visser 3 kept his promise. Love that. Um, but he's just kind of like thinking about stuff. He's like, I am uh, actually a hero now. I've lost battles and I've won battles, but I've fought more than I can count. I did it. Um, uh, but my brother uh, is uh, crashed into the sea. It's kind of sad because we see visions of... Uh, don't we see Elfanger in Axe's book very briefly? Mm-hmm. And from Axe's perspective, Elfanger is so, like, kind of disconnected and, you know, uh, out there. He's, like, kind, but, like, not very, uh, just, I guess, connected. Yeah. And it's really, uh, I think it adds, it puts things in a different light, knowing what all of the things that that Elfie remembers about having a child and being, having a completely different life. Absolutely. He's literally lived two lives. I... I think there was a line in Axe's book where he was looking at Elfanger and Elfanger was like staring at Earth, kind of like glassy eyed, like not really focused. Oh, sad. Yeah. It's sad. But he's uh he's lying on the on the ground and, and Tobias is there. He's like, he could only be Lauren's son. My son. That's fucking that's sad. Yeah. That's really sad. Um, and he's like, uh, and Tobias stays by, behind just a few moments. It's, it's interesting because Tobias describes in, in the first book or in one of his books where he's like, I had to, I had to stay there. There was something keeping me there. And it was literally like a temporal connection. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. That it wasn't just like, we thought it was Tobias just being kind of like a nice person, mm-hmm. but it was literally a temporal link between the two of them. A temporal, a biotemporal link, which is crazy. 
Oh. But he like he he sticks behind and he's like, Tell me about your mother, Tobias. Tell me about your family. And he's like, you know, people say she left because she was messed up. They say she never got over my father. I don't know. But I know she has to be dead because she'd never leave just leave me no matter what. But maybe that's just what I told myself. I don't exactly have a family. And he's like he's like it's like it's super bittersweet because he can feel the stabbing of the pain, like of that, of hearing that. Uh, and he's like, go to your friends, Tobias. They're your family now. Mm-hmm. And uh, now he's literally dying. And he's he's like, I have transmitted all my last thoughts and memories to be sent through space to my people. And now I end my life. My Heractalest is done. I go in peace to my death. And as I and I leave as my last, I leave as my last legacy, a single word for all the free peoples of the galaxy. Hope. The end. The end. Woo! My God. My... What a fucking book. Ugh. 139 pages, which isn't a lot for a book, but it's a lot for the Animorphs, for sure. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot for us to talk about now. All right. So. All right. Theories. Oh, Give them oh, to me. Give them to me. Go. Theories. All right, Go. all right, all right. Go. I'm pulling up my phone. Pulling up my phone. Oh, Do it faster. Okay. Um, Go. Shut up. Okay, so theory one. This isn't so much a theory as it is an exploration of some implications. Okay. Um, Chapman. Okay. What about I'm just going to read what I wrote. Okay, so Chapman is established as being kind of an asshole in this book, but I feel like they don't imply he is naturally an asshole. And in fact, post-time shenanigans like Universe B ta- uh, Chapman, when he's not being a controller, has only been shown to be a guy who cares about his family. So here's the kicker. Since uh, Visser 3 went back down to Earth and captured Chapman anyway, because he, rem- he of course, remembers Chapman, but Chapman doesn't remember him, this implies that Visser 3 remembered Chapman and decided to make him a controller anyway, just to fuck with him, probably. Which is, in my opinion, one of the most evil things he's ever done, and it's completely implied. Do you get you- what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I totally get what you were saying. I think you're right. I mean... Because even if, even if he was like, ah, Chapman was effective, he was good, he was ruthless, like, those qualities would be wiped out once a year is put in his head anyway. So that was fully just to punish and mess with him. I completely yeah. agree. Yeah. That might Which be is like, like, the most ugh, evil that's, thing that's, we've seen him do. Yeah. I really hope that I'm right. I think you are. that is fucking heinous. And I'm really proud of myself for putting the pieces together. Good job. I would never This have... is the secret I've been this is the secret I've been sitting on for the whole week. <laughs> I would never have uh put that put that together. Yeah, it's cuz it's like it's really fucked up, isn't it? Like mm-hmm. he like like Visser 3 came down to the planet, saw Chapman, probably saw that Chapman had a kid and was like Oh, it's too easy. This, oh, it's too easy, isn't it? I'm gonna fuck with you. You're not even that useful. You're an old man. You're like what, fucking fifty? But damn, it'd be oh. funny. <laughs> Shit. Okay, theory number two. Okay, give it to me. Uh, 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 that woman Rachel met in the woods is Lauren. Oh my god. Visser three also would have remembered her. Meaning that he also made her a controller just to get back at Elfanger again, but somehow she was able to escape, probably because they they did the jacuzzi thing. I know you said uh, that you think she could be um, 
uh, 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 Chapman's wife. I don't think and so. And I anymore. also think that's possible. I mean, it could be. But, but I think it's Lauren. I think it's Lauren. Because, uh, yeah. Wasn't she pretty. muttering something about her family, about her child? That Oh my god, you're fucking right. It's definitely Lauren. That they wouldn't, that she wouldn't let them take him. Yeah, it's Lauren. I'm getting literal chills. Oh my god. Save! That is so fucking cool! Applegate. Oh my god. Bruh. Oh, Applegate. Oh, okay. That's my my second theory. (laughs) I'm gonna build a shrine to K.A. Applegate after we're done with this episode. All right. Theory three. The year that Elfanger froze and shot into space will be very important. If it wasn't important, they wouldn't have pointed it out. I think it's Visser 1. Don't ask me to justify. I don't know why I think it, but in, I, I have a feeling that it's Visser 1. Hmm. I don't know. That's my theory for that. <laughs> I want that to be the case, because it would just be like, man, Visser 1 is fucking persistent. <laughs> oh, she sure. just refuses to die. <laughs> Gee. All right. She has the power. She does. She has the power. Okay. Theory four. Oh my god. This is the last one. Okay. Geds are like monkeys. Like literal earth monkeys. And th- <laughs> this is gonna be weird. Somehow the earth monkeys got to earth and then evolved into humans. I don't know why. I don't know how. <laughs> but I, I think it'd be fun if the Geds were monkeys. Oh. Let's back up here. Let's reevaluate that. <laughs> Let's circle back. Let's put a pin in this. What? I think they're monkeys. Like, like, like early humans. Early humanoids. Early humanoids. Okay. Hominids. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because the way that they describe them is like they, they walk on two feet, but they have one hand down to always like, they walk like monkeys. Yeah, no, for like sure. Apes. But are you saying that monkeys on Earth originally came from the Yerk home planet? Or are you saying that the Geds were originally monkeys from Earth? I think it's the first. I think it's the first one. I think somehow some Geds got onto Earth and evolved into humans. Fascinating. That would have a lot of implications just in general. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know don't how we, they would get to Earth. I have but, no idea. But I think it'd be fun. Interesting. That would be fun and funky fresh, indeed. Um, huh. I don't know. Those are my theories. Those are your theories. Those are the. Those are my final theories. Okay, those are your Do theories. Do you have any What are your theories? thoughts? My thoughts is this book is fucking awesome. I agree. It um, has... This book has everything. <laughs> it's got... <laughs> Um, action, it's got drama, it's got genuinely chilling emotional moments, it's fun, it's got some stupid shit, like any a- a good Animorphs book, Absolutely. like a centaur drives a car, like who cares? <laughs> it's fun, it's got like, I, it's got things that, that really have huge implications for the rest of the series, I just think it's great. I it's agree. It's amazing. Yes. Uh, what's your rating? Easy, 10 out of 10, easy. Mm. I agree. Easy. I agree. Easiest, like, I think this is the second 10 I've given. The first one was Marco's book, wow. which probably should have deserved, like, a 9. Still really good. 
this is easy, I think, objectively, 10 out of 10, and subjectively, 10 out of 10. I agree. I agree. This is the best book in the series so far, hands easy. down. Um, what are your thoughts and theories and ratings? All right. I just talked for a long time. <laughs> Here are my thoughts. And I Here are my thoughts. Here are my thoughts. That's three shots. Um, here are my thoughts for, um, <laughs> okay. You should maybe spit on the water. Good. You deserve it. Um, first of all, I agree with most of your theories. I'm not too sure about the get one. Um, oh, come on, man. It's fun. Vampire monkeys. It's silly. I love those vampire monkeys, but I don't know how it would work. And I don't know if we have enough time in this series to explain it um the visitor one thing could totally hold water um i like the other two i totally am convinced that that woman is is lauren now um it has to be her yeah it Um, really does also just in general i like that there are parallels between um elfinger's friend Fortnite getting turned into a Nuffleet and Elfinger's son Tobias getting turned into a Nuffleet. Um, yeah. Elfinger couldn't save Fortnite. It's terrible. It scars him for the rest of his life. I'm I'm thinking I know he's dead. I know practically he, he is literally very much unalive. Um, but I have a feeling that even like in the grave he would do everything in his power to save Tobias um in a different in a different way and if not him then I think Axe is going to be the one to save that would be some nice narrative yeah symbolism that would be a nice narrative arc I feel like that's what's going to happen um yeah because because Axe is all about a large part of Axe's like arc is like um not so much embodying uh, Elfie, but at least stepping into Elfie's shoes. Into and, his hooves? Uh, if, not, if not becoming him into his hooves, yeah. Um, but fixing the mistakes. Mm. Yeah. Like, maybe that that's, you know, another reason, temporally, why he is so insistent on killing Visser 3. Not just because of honor, but because, like, narratively, he Visser 3 is Elfie's greatest mistake. And he needs he could fix that. And then by curing Tobias, he could repair that mistake too. Absolutely. That mistake with uh, with with Fortnite. Yes. Um so I'm hoping that's what's gonna happen. This book, I think we were talking about this earlier, um, off off the record. Um, this book changes everything and also nothing. In terms of characterization, this book changes everything in the way that the characters interact with each other, especially Tobias and Axe. Um, in terms of plot, it doesn't change a whole lot, I'm assuming. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen in the next couple of books. I'm assuming that we're going to get something very silly <laughs> in the next book. Yeah. Um, but it, it will be interesting now that we, that we, the reader, have this knowledge, not the kids. They don't have this um, knowledge yet. Um what new things are going to pop up with this, um, with this dramatic irony that we now have. Um, and I'm excited Mm. to see that. So 
not only for how good this book is, but also for how good this book is going to make the rest of the series be. Um, how in, how enriching it's going to be. Ten out of ten, fully. Oh, I do have a theory actually. Um, oh yeah, I have one. It's not as good as yours. Um, here is my theory. If this is the same Elemist, or just two Elemists with a similar mindset, um, the, time travel has shown up a lot in this book series already, with this book and two others before it, and we know it's going to show up later too, because you and I both snooped at the covers because we were looking at them for fun and saw that they're that there's a dinosaur one soon. Um, so we know it shows up a lot now and later also. The last book of the series is called The Beginning. And we know that they wouldn't introduce the Time Matrix, the Tesseract, um, the oh, Time shit. Egg, if they weren't going to use it later on. Do you think the kids are going to use the Time Egg to go back in time to stop the Yerks and then reset the timeline and basically um, basically start where the first book started. I mean, stop at where the first book started and just change everything. The last book is called The Beginning. Do you think they're going to do a... a oh, I just totally bumped the mic there. Sorry. A full circle situation. I have a feeling that's what's going to happen. I might not be right. Oh, shit. But I'm not... Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know how it would work. Um, I'm not an expert on time travel. You don't believe in time travel, so we don't know what's going to happen here. That would be fucking insane. That I, I wouldn't put it, it past this series. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. But I, I think that... oh, mm. It's very on brand. It's on brand, and I think it would be fascinating. But I think... I mean, Elfie asks himself the same question in this book, where he's like, would it be the right thing to do to go back in time and erase the Yerks from existence? Chapman asks that question. Mm -hmm. So I think, I don't know if the series will end with that, but I, I think the question will be raised. Because the time... The time matrix is still on Earth. Yeah. It's still in the pyramids? Or would it be it buried in the yard? No, no he buried it somewhere in that neighborhood. Yeah, he, he buried it. Maybe that's why everything takes place in this neighborhood. It's Maybe. just because of temporal shit. Perhaps. Well, I gotta say, when we first started discussing this series, I didn't think we were going to get into time travel shenanigans. I thought Me it was either. just going to be about war. But no. Uh-uh. I did travel. not expect this. I finally meet my enemy in combat. Time travel. <laughs> that is so funny to me. I love time travel. It's not... I, I love it. I love that we were even talking about it, but it's not really possible. Um, uh, what other thoughts do I have? I have more, but I'm not sure how to get into them um i do want to say though i like how there's often in this book the message of like you have to do what has to be done like aloran has that message mm -hmm. uh i think elfie has that message at some point 
Visser 3 understands that message. You know, even Alloran turns to what he thinks is Visser 3 and goes like, you get what I'm talking about. You do what needs to be done. And I think Elfie learns that, and that is proven by the fact that in the end, I think we've talked, we have definitely talked uh, quite a bit about the moral question of, of Elfie's act in creating the Andalet, or creating the Animorphs. Mm-hmm. And I even say, like, I even said, like, Elfie is responsible in some way for all of these kids' traumas because he involved them in this war. It was under the guise of doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. But regardless, he involved these children in war, which is a war crime. Um, yes. But... I mean, he's already a war criminal. What else can they do? It's true, well, because he's a soldier. But more importantly, and and this sort of talk, this reaches back to what we were talking about with the idea of putting aside metaphysical morals and instead discussing practical morals. He had to do it. He yeah. had to do it. No one else there was like. No one else there could have done like if he didn't if he hadn't given it to the to the animorphs, Earth would have been conquered already. Mm-hmm. I and mean, I mean, Visser Three is stupid, but <laughs> in the end, Elfie does the metaphorically, metaphysically immoral, terrible thing, but he does practically the right thing, and that is the lesson of this book is sometimes you have to put aside metaphysical morals, even though you might feel good about, oh, this is what we're fighting for. Oh, we're defending what we're fighting for. We're not falling into pure violence. At some point, you have to look at the situation and and realize that you can't, you can't do metaphysical morals. Like, and, and this is something I was reading as, uh, thinking as I was reading, I wanted to ask you, if you were in Axe's shoes, and Alloran said, we're going to kill every single Yerk here in a rather violent way. What would you do? I hate that I immediately know the answer. Um, I do too. I would have flushed him. <laughs> yeah. S- straight out the it's airlock. Not, yeah. It is. It is and I'm not going to try to def- like, I'm not going to morally say that it's the right thing to do, even. I'm not even going to pretend like it's a good thing to do. It is absolutely murder. It is execution without trial. It is mm-hmm. a terrible thing to do. But what's the fucking alternative? More murder. This is like, this like... more war and colonization and murder. This is war. This is how it works. And it sucks. It's fucking awful. But war is the art of rocks and hard places. There is no clean war. Alloran is completely right. I think, oh boy, I'm getting... I, this, this book made me really think about a lot of things. <laughs> um, God, I probably have more thoughts, but I'm tired. I know we're we're kind of out of time. <laughs> Shit. Well, we're out of we're out of touch. We're out of time. I'm out of my head when I'm not around. I'm j- well, I'm out of steam is when I'm out of. <laughs> Shit. Shit. <sighs> well, this book was really something. All right. Um, in terms do you... of you, oh oh oh, yes. In terms of next book, do you have any predictions? Mm. 
It's specifically for change. And it's got Tobias on the cover. And, and what's fun about the cover for that, for the change, is that depending on which uh, form you read as the beginning, it's either Tobias turning into a bird or a bird turning into Tobias. That doesn't I don't, look like Tobias, though, on the cover. Is it Jake? It looks what like Tobias Jake. What does Tobias look like? He has curly blonde hair and blue eyes. Well, what does he look like on the cover? Uh, he looks like Jake. No, no, what does Tobias look like on the covers? He... Let's check, let's check. No, not the visitor. The encounter. That's Tobias! And that looks like J- that looks like the same kid. I don't know. I'm not convinced. I think it's Tobias. Well, yeah, it starts with, my name is Tobias. Yeah, I know it's Tobias, but I don't know if the person on the cover is Tobias. Well, it's always been the narrator on the cover. True, but the physical description, like it, the person. I know, on the but the physical description doesn't match these covers in a lot of cases. True. They never describe Axe as having ears, but here he is. Well, they might have just ears. forgotten with all the other weirdness, the fact that he's got a scorpion tail and snail eyes and is blue. blue. Ears are probably their last priority. I don't know. Anyway. We'll see. I don't think they're gonna fix Tobias. Like I don't not fix. I guess I'm not. I don't think they're going to re- like reverse the Nothleet. I wonder if Tobias would even want that at this point. Yeah, I mean, do you think he even remembers how to be human? I think so. I mean, he he still understands humor and sarcasm as that little boy. But <laughs> I, I, mean, I love it when he gets snide. I love that's that. That's but I, I more so mean, like, th- he. I think he's pretty much accepted that this is his life now. And I don't know, maybe this is too far of a, of a reach, but it sort of reminds me of, like, debates within the disability community of, like, mm. is it wrong to want to cure someone's deafness or blindness or, I don't know, any other disability? Like, is, that's like, fair. Like, I think it's a similar debacle, and I don't have I an agree. answer. Um, yeah, I don't even know how they would reverse the Nothleet thing. How they yeah, there's that. no cure. If they take a, a one single book to find a cure, I gotta say, I'd be pretty disappointed. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but there's definitely gonna be some changes next book. You know, you know what's crazy? Fortnite's still what? out there. At the time of the books are happening. Do you think Fortnite's gonna show up? Not I don't in the know. next book, of course. I really thought you meant the game at this point. <laughs> I. It took me a minute. <laughs> They're gonna play Fortnite. They're gonna go game in Minecraft and play Fortnite. I don't know. How long do taxons live? I don't know. Uh, we never really get that implication or, or information. I don't think they live as long as normal worms, but they're shown to be pretty fucking expendable. They die all the time. True. I like how taxons seem to be, so far in the series, they were shown as, like, the most cannon foddery of all the this, the controller species. Like, hork are blades for hands. Taxons are just gross worms, and they've been shown to be little more than, like, mindless soldiers. But here we actually get a taxon who is a character. And he was not originally a taxon, but he is now. Mm-hmm. And, and we get to see, you know... 
an actual culture. And I think it's going to really put a new light when these kids start, you know, bursting taxons left and right. But I think that's just how it is in war again. You know, you can't think about that while you're killing people because every soldier has had a life and most soldiers have families and you can't think about that. Otherwise, you won't be able to live with yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think the kids are probably going to realize that at some point. I'm sure they will. fuck with them. Just depends on when. Yeah. Um, Woof. Okay, do you have any final thoughts about this book? This was easily the best one yet. And if all of the Chronicles books are going to be like this, damn, I can't wait for the Horpagir one. Oh, we get more Aloran. Oh, no, I'm going to need to get... I mean, I need to, I'm going to go to have, I'm gonna have to buy some fucking throat lozenges for that one. Shit. <laughs> Do you have any final thoughts? I liked it. Um, that's an understatement in the way that I understate things. Um... I think this was easily the best book yet um, of the entire series. I'm hoping we see more time travel. Elfinger is one of the best, most interesting characters that we've seen so far. I mean, that's really hard to say because all of these characters are so complex and so interesting and so real. It's hard to pit one against another. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, those are pretty much my final thoughts. I completely agree with you on all of them. Um... Yeah, that that about that about does it for me. All um, right, shit, cannot believe what a saga it's been these last three episodes. Saga. We've really just covered. Oh my god, it's like it's like in the book we've covered all the bases. We've gotten, we've had, we've had, we've been silly. Wait, cue the emotional music. We've been silly. We've been serious. We've been fun. We've been flirty. We've been inspired. We've been in despair. We have been in the Andalite Chronicles. We will see you all next time when we read through The Change, starring Elfie's dear sweet son, Tobias, the bird boy. And we will see you all next time on the Animorphs Book Club. Thank you for listening. I love you so much. I love all of you.